Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome to Cody and Gold on 610 Sports Radio. On today's show, Mahomes puts on his Superman cape, the Chiefs get a leg up on their AFC foes, and the Kansas City defense pitches a second-half shutout. Special guests include Vinny Pasquantino at 1030 and Andy Reid live at noon. Now two men ready to start smear campaigns against their competition, Cody Tapp and Alex Gold. What competition are we doing smear campaigns for? What? Well, I what, heard what tomorrow is a big day. Tomorrow, tomorrow. Nope, doesn't ring a bell. Not really sure what you're talking about. You're not going to be exercising any constitutional rights? Oh, <laughs> that, that whole thing tomorrow. Yes, 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 I will be. Yeah. What about you, Nick? HIPAA. Hip. And actually, you know what? <laughs> and actually, you know what? I was given specific direct orders from our boss, who I think is a very fair boss, Steven Spector, and said, please just keep these guys from you being political this week. You have to kiss his ass, week. man. <laughs> it's fine. Oh, so just man. because I he's think... He's not going to promote you because... Just because like, I think he's think the greatest he's great. boss of all time, that makes me a kiss ass now. <laughs> the greatest get, get boss the, of all time? This is why we are going to have the... Name uh, a better one. This is why we will have a polygraph test at some point. <laughs> yes, this is, this is why. exactly why. This conversation right here is that all three of us back on the show here on a victory monday alex gold cody tap i'm planning on putting all five days this week are you you're not gonna be out there just taking thursday fridays no no all five days this week well at some point today on the show we'll have to figure out what the hell you were doing for two days randomly nope like you were quiet on social media you weren't out of town but we don't know what the hell you were doing for two days i have no idea so we'll get to that. You're right. Vinny Pasquantino is going to join us. Look, when you're Jets, uh, if you're Vinny, uh, beat the Buffalo Bills. Help out the Chiefs a little bit. You get to come on the show, even though he's about to head to Italy later today or tomorrow. Today. He to- leaves yeah, today. Yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll get to Vinny in just a little bit. But last night, my good. What, I, I'll, I'll be honest. Like, it was one of the more frustrating. I know the Chiefs won. One of the more frustrating games I've been to. Uh, just knowing that the opponent... In this case, the Tennessee Titans could not do a damn thing on offense themselves, but yet you 
the number one scoring offense in the league also couldn't do a damn thing. It's just like this, this long drawn out process until number 15, Patrick Mahomes once again shows why he is who he is the best quarterback in the NFL, truly just willing his team to victory. The play of the game was the third and 17. I understand he had the he touchdown. converted it with his legs again. Yeah, I, I know he had the touchdown run and the two point conversion, but third and 17, he just got sacked. They had nothing going nervous energy and arrowhead at that point in time. And he runs for 20 yards. And it was, I agree with Mitch Holt this uh, on the call. Like, it was a little bit of the AFC title game run. I understand that one went for a touchdown. It was in an AFC title game. But those were the type of plays he made in the AFC title game with his feet. For whatever reason, against Tennessee, because they've been able to slow this Chiefs offense down a couple times, he uses his legs more against them. And that run was reminiscent to a certain extent. Other than, uh, he's not out of bounds yet. We didn't have that. But uh, that, that run, to me, changed the entire game. They were different. He was different the rest of the game from that point on. Once it clicked, and I, I don't say that this is uncommon, but once it clicked, he was back on again. But it's not like they never move the ball. This is this game has, uh, uh, when you look down in the fourth quarter and found out that Patrick Mahomes had 350 passing yards, like, wait, what? <laughs> Are you sure? They have nine points. That doesn't sound right. Something's wrong here. Because the entire game was hideous. It was bad to watch. It was bad football. And it doesn't make any sense because he finished with 68 attempts for 446 yards. Like, the stat line is weird. He finished with over 450 yards passing. Malik Wills had 80. Malik Wills completed five passes and threw it just 16 times compared to the 68. I don't know if Elias has looked this up. I just presume that must be the single greatest discrepancy in passing history. So it, if you just like showed all the stats on a page at once, you'd be like the chiefs won this game, right? By like three touchdowns, I guess. Don't know why they threw it that many times, but they won. Right. Right. And they did, but it was not by nearly enough. It's always some weird knockout drag out, but I'll be, but, but that was the Mahomes stuff is this was the most, have to do it all yourself game I've seen from him maybe ever. It was reminiscent to me of the Baltimore Ravens playoff game, which Lamar Jackson had 550 total yards himself, similar to Mahomes in this game. They lost that game to Tennessee. I was say, that's the thing is, yeah, I mean, he, they, they, they weren't able to even win that game. But he was doing like the, the, that throw to Kelsey, and it was a great catch by Kelsey. But, I mean, he had to jump back inside. That was on a, you know, that was on a long conversion play. It was a third in inches. So, like, they're going to have to go forward on fourth. He takes this huge risk. He throws it down. Or the Noah Gray pass, which looked even like a greater catch because of the bobble. He hit him right in the hands. He didn't have to bobble anything. He hit him on that pass. Or the throw to Juju that was also a good catch. It's like they made all those mistakes. They had six drops. They made all those mistakes. And still in the end, when Mahomes just flipped it, the game shifted. And that's why, you know, I, at the game, you know, there were a handful of Titan fans sprinkled throughout the stadium like there is for any any game or whatever. And, you know, there was there were a couple times where it was probably early on in the fourth quarter. And some of these fans are, oh, you guys are getting nervous. You guys are getting nervous. And multiple people immediately clap back at at the Titans fan and w was kind of saying that, no, we got Mahomes. We're We're going to be all right. And it is just like a reminder once again, Cody, where – 
when you do have number 15, you have Patrick Mahomes, that you, are, you aren't out of these games, and you always have a chance, even if it's as ugly as it was for much of that contest last night. Was that with the Titans fan in your section? About two rows to our left. Yeah. Which section would that have been? Um, <laughs> well, I don't know why Cody's bringing this up. Because, I didn't do anything. Because Cody was in a suite last night. So I don't know why he's okay, talking. Don't, about don't drag uh-oh, me into this. So this is what about asked, We ask you a simple question. <laughs> now you're slinging arrows. I didn't say anything. So I, I don't know why you're bringing up my seats. Were they good seats? They were on the count of three. Gold had some fancy seats. They were very on good On the count seats. of three, let's just both of you guys <laughs> blurt out the... Uh, face value price of the I don't know seats the face value. I actually don't know the face oh, value. Oh, wow. His is that expensive? Oh, his, is it? He was is mine going to be higher? You were in a It was just, hold on. It was if just they a, don't hold list on. the value, then that means it was, it's really, really fancy. <laughs> really? Hold on. My tickets for the game were in the 300 level. I just want to make that very clear. That my tickets to enter the stadium were in the 300 level. Sounds like a disclaimer. I was just, no, 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 I was no. just given some sweet passes. I didn't have a seat necessarily in the suite. Oh, you were in the suite. Right? The there game. were tickets that, that are eligible for the seats. Are you trying to say that your suite wasn't that great That's because you didn't saying. have tickets with them? Uh, no. I Even though you had access to and a sat suite. And the suite. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If, there's bo- a couch, had... if there's a couch in your section, you're in rich people's seats. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you want to play the face value Those game. are from the company. Our boss generously offered me tickets to the game and asked me if I would like to come as a guest, and I said, of course. Who's who the kiss-ass say- now, Alex? <laughs> who, who am I to say no? Didn't you just eight minutes ago call Nick a kiss-ass? And, huh, interesting. No, Graciously both, offered we, uh, me tickets, and I accepted. We were both very fortunate. You had you're, I don't want, you don't want to play the face value game because your ticket's free. Free alcohol tailgate suite. I ha- well, that's what I'm saying. I have no idea what the face value I through something through my mom's work, through somebody they, they were working with. That's how I was fortunate enough. There was these, yeah, we had a nice tailgate, and then I had, had very good seats last night as well, uh, and I can't complain whatsoever. They were incredible You guys seats. both make me sick. I sat with the people. Cody was sitting with the what, people in the suits. People? I don't know which people. Uh, not well, any people I, I know. I was in the stands. Cody was not in the stands. <laughs> you guys just are corporate schlubs, man. <laughs> Why? You What's guys, that mean? You guys would never just go to a game casually. I mean, you guys have to go to the rich person seats. You guys won't sit with the common man, and I don't get that. I mean, I, I did sit in the upper level, just the, the Chiefs Chargers game. So the idea I, was the, a long time ago, a lot of this, paychecks this ago, season, this a lot of paychecks ago. <laughs> Things have changed. Yeah. Anyway, no, it was uh, <laughs> it was it was a frustrating game, but it, yeah, we both were very fortunate, and I think you know the crowd. All, I don't know what you thought, Cody, though. In, in all seriousness. It took until things got really dicey. It wasn't the best. You know, we, we've, we've looked at, you know, the Chiefs uh, game against the Raiders where the crowd was into because the poor officiating and then that divisional game against the Chargers. Also, the crowd was amped. It was the first game of the year at home. The, the, the energy in the, until you got to the fourth quarter where things were really in danger and the offense started moving. It wasn't probably the, the best arrowhead crowd experience, I would say. Uh, but then when things got dire and then Mahomes converted, like you started to see the energy. And of course, once the Chiefs tied the game up, it was it was nuts there at Arrowhead. I, I really think that when you like this game, I, I think sometimes we get lazy in the narrative that wins a win. And I'm not allowed to complain when you look like garbage against a team. Because like last year against the Packers, screw wins a win. You were playing Jordan Love at home. His mom was sitting in double Z. You were definitively the better team. They were missing their starting quarterback, and you had to grind out a win. I didn't come into that Monday feeling better about the Chiefs. They should have won by more. This game, uh, I think that, that that's the exact line. I don't think that you're being dishonest by saying, I don't care how you won that game. You won it. Because to me, 
the things that still make you you existed in that game. Mahomes is a superhero that exists in this game. Travis Kelsey and Juju Smith-Schuster are great in this offense. That exists for every game. They can still put up 600 yards of total offense. That's every game, right? Those things continue to cycle through to a point that you don't have to constantly, you know, like you don't have to like do mental gymnastics in order to say how the Chiefs got there and why it's good that it's just a win, especially because the the Titans are just a thorn in your side. You were two and Andy Reid was two and six against him coming into that game. It was borderline two and seven. He's three and six. He still doesn't have anywhere close to a winning record. And every game looks like this one. Isn't that more about, isn't like last night more about what Mahomes has than more about what the Chiefs have? Because everything you just said about Andy Reid continues to bang his head against a wall against the Titans. The game plan never seems to change. And the, the game scripts seem to be exactly identical. The only difference last night was for three quarters, the Chiefs kept trying the same thing. Nothing was working, and then Mahomes was like, "F this, I'll do I'm it myself." Over. Yeah, he was like, "Screw this, I- I'm going to take over. I- we can't get separation." It's not like the receivers line. started playing better, or no. the running game started working, or he got better protection. I- it was all him. I do think. I mean, we've seen this play out with the Chiefs. You see it play out just in sports in general when there are moments where seemingly nothing is going right for you on, in this case, offense, and your best player, your star player makes a play that you can tell like and his teammates can also recognize like oh that he's 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 doing like he he's pulling that because he he's going to put his body on the line he's going to make a play that he has no business being able to make that I don't want to say wakes people up I don't want to say they were sleepwalking I don't think that's a fair characterization of the offensive performance they just give the Titans credit but when that happens if you're Kelsey if you're Juju if you're the all line like how do you like to me that it, it's 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 not something where just magically something changes but if you're a teammate of his, how do you not try to raise your level when you see Mahomes on a third and 17 run for 20 yards and and do it all on his own? Like, how, how, and from that moment on, they did start to to play better. Like, how do you not have more energy uh, and have even a little more effort if you're a teammate of his? And I do think that is a real thing that can happen sometimes in sports. Well, he's now won five games in a row while trailing at halftime. <laughs> That's so. This is a five game winning streak. He's done that twice now in his career. He's had five game winning streaks of trailing at halftime. There's only one other quarterback who has had two such streaks in his NFL career, and that was Peyton Manning. So it's, again, he'll probably have a third, so he's going to isolate himself on his own little Patrick Mahomes Island. Because, like, I look at the stats, and I'm like, how is this stat line possible and 20 points plausible? And the very simple answer is they made a million mistakes again. Similar to the Colts game. There was a holding call against Kansas City on what seemed like every single Punt and kick return for the entire game. And then, on top of that, they had a million other penalties. They kept, like, every time they'd get a conversion, they'd do this, and then Mahomes would get one, and then the drive would stall out. So every drive wasn't three and out. They'd get yardage. It would flame out. What would happen, you know what it is? The uh, the end of the second half drive pretty much describes the offense as a whole. They get the ball all the way down to the two-yard line. Great punt by the Titans. Mahomes drives it all the way to the 50. Things are going well, and then the offensive line cost him. Because that's what it was. Every time they had something going, the offensive line either got called for a hold or gave up a sack, and then they had to give the ball back to Tennessee and count on the defense again. Like, that's really what the game came down to. And then in the final moments, Mahomes still got a little bit of pressure, but he did magical stuff, like he does, and made the difference in this game. I can't wait to talk more about the defense later on. We will throughout the show today, because that 
while your offense was struggling the way they were, that that's why Kept the Chiefs alive. had a chance to still win this football game, plain and simple. And I and I understand it's Malik Willis. I I, I get that, but still, to, it's it's one thing if you're playing a backup quarterback and you just play decent against them, and you're like, oh, yeah, that's expected. But when you were as dominant as the Chiefs' defense was in the second half, I don't I don't care if it's a backup quarterback. It still is an NFL quarterback, a guy that was drafted in the NFL draft just the year prior. To do that is awfully impressive. I don't care. Who, who the quarterback is in the NFL, what they it's do. what is you're supposed to do, right? Yeah. If you think he stinks, then you should shut him out. Exactly. It's, it's not even just that they, they shut him down. Like, that was dominant in the second half. It's not just, oh, hey, he's not a good quarterback or he's he's inexperienced. You should they be gained able to 10 yards. They, that was more than just the, oh, you're supposed to do that. I mean, it's kind of like, like when Baylor, for example, just off the top of my head, when Baylor plays Mississippi Valley State here in about 45 minutes and they're 43-and-a-half-point favorites, there's, if they win by 45, you did what you're supposed to do against a bad program. There, there are 73 college basketball games today. Is that the first one? Uh, 11 o'clock. 11 o'clock tip. Do you guys want to bet on it? Hell yeah. Either show money or against each other. I don't really I, care which. I'll put, I'm just going to go put a little bet in then. Who are you, who you liking? Who are the sharks? <laughs> who, are, who are the sharks? <laughs> who are the sharks like on this one? Money on. Uh, no one, Nick. No one's ever thought about this basketball. Today, game. today is a great day if you like betting. I'll say that. There's 15 NBA. All all the NBA teams are playing. There's 15 NBA games and there's uh and there's 73 college basketball games going on. Uh, I'm you know what? Screw it. I'm gonna go put five bucks on like Mississippi Valley State. You had to think there for a second. I forgot what they're called. The Delta Devils. So you're just you're so betting on a team. The Delta Devils. You're not even sure their name. I you think, just told me you're going to bet the other side. Right? Yeah, I think Baylor minus 43 and a half is actually free money. I'll take the team that. So just... you're going to take Baylor and you're taking mm-hmm. Mississippi Valley State. Hell um, yeah, dude. It's Well, I want action. Uh, well, but I don't want I want to be I, I want us all to have a chance to win or lose. So I don't you know, I don't feel like total. teaming up. I'll bet the t- I'll bet the t- I'll take the Go over. Do that. Go do that. Go offensive. You know what? I'm pretty sure that Mississippi uh, Valley State is on their offensive game early in the season. The Delta Devils. The Delta Devils. They like to score early in the season. Right, so Devils, uh, I'll bet. I'll bet. I don't know what the total is, but I'll, I'll bet the over. I don't care if they were two and twenty six a year ago. They're covering. If this the is eleven o'clock, we'll actually know the result of this hey, bet by the end. When we get Vinny Pasquantino on here in about twelve minutes, yes. can we get a scouting report on Old Dominion who plays <laughs> tonight at six o'clock? They do have a game tonight. Yeah, we will talk uh, to Vinny about his Jets, about the NFL, and I guess Old Dominion as well. The other great thing is thinking of his Jets is that's why the Chiefs had an opportunity heading into that game to kind of level the playing field a little bit in this playoff race for the number one seed. We all know the Buffalo Bills lost to the New York Jets yesterday, and so now you're in a position where, of course, Buffalo, yeah, has the tiebreaker on you, but you were waiting at some point. We were doing the math on how many wins you got to get to, and will they slip up twice? The good news is it's now heading into week 10, and they've already slipped up once. Huge, huge result for a seeding standpoint. That's why last night that she's finding a way to gut out a win in overtime was so massive because you would have dropped the ball uh, with, with that opportunity with the Jets beating the Buffalo Bills. And now you've got more and more pressure on Buffalo considering uh, not only just the, the seeding from the playoffs, but there's some pressure even in their own division, even more than we thought. I don't think losing that game meant 0% chance the Chiefs were the one seed, but it would have almost meant that. They would have still been a game behind Buffalo without the tiebreaker. They then would have been behind Tennessee without the tiebreaker against them. So those are the two teams most likely to get it. And you would have lost to both of them. That's the same thing that happened last year. And one of those teams beat you out for the one seed. It would have felt like the death of the one seed last night had they blown their opportunity. This was massive. Massive. Once you knew the Bills had lost to the Jets, 
that Titans game, and maybe that's why that game ended up being so ugly. That Titans game became infinitely more important. Like the Ravens tonight losing could also be good for you because no Mark Andrews, no Gus Edwards. I think they're missing somebody. Else. No Rashad Bateman. Yeah, right? They're missing. The season, yeah. yeah, they're they're missing. Well, I mean, I was just thinking because he played last week. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. they're they're missing a huge chunk of their roster. Certainly could lose to a I don't know passable Saints team is what we'd call them at times. So it's like it. It was mad. It was just that, such a big swing. It's also a good reminder that the Jets, who I think Vinny last week said, I think their season might be done. Look at their schedule coming up. Immediately step on the field and beat the Bills in the very first game. Back. Well, it was clearly not Josh Allen's best game, to say the least. And they lost. They they didn't play well, and the Jets got them. The Chiefs did not play well. wasn't their best game, but yeah, they found a way to win. Like that, that's what makes it feel even better uh, about not only the playoff seating, but just this Chiefs team that – you got to find a way sometimes in these, in these championship type seasons for any, you know, whether you're talking about a basketball team, whether you're talking about an NFL team where you can probably in a lot of those championship seasons, a lot of them, you can find that game or two where you're like, how the hell did they win it? The same way we're going to all say, how did they lose to the Colts? I get it. How the hell did you also find a way to win a game where you very easily could have lost it and you could argue should have lost it in a weird way, the way things were going. There's a and, lot and, of, and you, you found a way to get it done. And am I, if we're sitting here, and the Chiefs are getting a bye wild card weekend because they end up getting the number one seed. This weekend is going to be that weekend. Not just the Bills losing, but the Chiefs finding a way to beat the Tennessee Titans. It's there has been I think maybe an unprecedented amount of ugly football this NFL season. I don't know what's accounting for it, but there's a lot of Don't we say you, that a lot though? No, like, man, we never, come on. This is ne- every top quarterback looks Cody. like a garbage can. We never say, you know what there is this year a lot of beautiful football being played. <laughs> no, but but normally what it is is across the league you're probably right, Nick. But normally what we can bank on is the same like seven guys do play good football. And Rodgers is on pace to set a career high in interceptions, which is super weird for him. And Josh Allen has the second most interceptions in the NFL. And Tom Brady looks like garbage. And, like, it's just every quarterback that you could at least consistently rely on to play good football, even they're not. But that's what you have to do. You need to change your perception on who the good quarterbacks are. So forget about Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady and Matt Stafford and start thinking more about Tua Tungavailoa. Or Geno Smith. Geno Smith. And Jalen Hurts. And Jalen Hurts. Now, all of a sudden, I'm seeing a lot of beautiful football being played. Just tweak your perspective a little bit. It'll do wonders. I'll say this. Geno continues to play and Tua, when he's healthy, is anytime he's been on the field, he's been really good this year. I don't. No, yes. That's not. The, I guess that's not the list of top quarterbacks. All right, guys, playing the best in the NFL right now. I didn't expect the list to be Mahomes, uh, Geno Smith, and Tua. But I think that's what Nick Nick is saying. Like, it, there's a little bit of a you know we talk about changing of the guard a little bit, and finally it seems like there is with Brady and Rodgers going to be a changing of the guard. Everybody's been waiting years and counting it down for a while for Brady, but it feels like that's what's happening. You know, last year there was a little bit, you know, all of a sudden you looked at Allen and Burrow and Mahomes. Well, this year you've got, like, Allen is still playing at a very high level. Joe Burrow's figuring some things out, but still has been pretty impressive this year. And then now we've got a couple newcomers uh, to the party as well. The only thing that still confuses me about Josh Allen and, and just that loss in general is how does he still make so many, like, head scratching throws you're like what the hell are you doing there like he's way too good to make the zach let's call him zach wilson interceptions where you're like oh no don't throw that to him that's a really 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 bad idea he still does that in a weird and it like he'll just he'll, it'll go away for a while like he'll, he'll probably like go the next four games Can't we, i mean i feel like that well 
that's normal. I, I guess what I like when you're when you're pressing. Like we, I mean, last year even with Mahomes, there were moments you're like that doesn't seem like how you you wouldn't have expected that throw. I feel like the, that happens yeah. quite a bit. And even with those, it doesn't matter who you are, you're going to have those moments. Look, he was just great against the Chiefs three weeks ago in a game yep. in which they won. The last two weeks, he's looked like rookie year Josh Allen. It's so weird. Well, he's averaging 210 yards a game. 52% completion. He has two passing touchdowns, two rushing touchdowns, and four interceptions. That sounds like rookie year, Josh Allen. But it, it, we would have walked in. I think the lead today, the Chiefs blew that game. It wouldn't have been how they'd lose. It's they had a massive sure. favor dropped into their lap, and they blew it. That's That was the conversation I was prepared to have today if they had lost that game to the Titans. Instead, they took a massive advantage of a huge gift that the Jets gave them. And now they are once again, I think, in control of their own destiny. I know not technically because they're tied with the Bills, but it now feels like that the number one seed is back up to you versus rooting on other teams to fall short. Their division looks much tougher than we thought, whereas everybody's we know, over 500, right? In the we East. know the, uh, I believe that's true. I believe that's true. Yeah. So the AFC West, we know is a much different story. It's the, you know, the Chargers still right on your ass. They despite their all their third 17 point lead. They did. Of the season. They did. Yes, they did. And the Broncos were on a bye week, right? So they, they can have no Nathaniel Hackett crap for at least a little bit. You know the Chiefs game last night? That's every game the Chargers have won all season. Is, wow, this team, are you good? Are you good at football? And then they win. So I guess credit to the Chargers for that respect, from, from that perspective because it feels like they could have lost each of their last three games and have instead won them. Coming up next, we'll get into the – perfect half of football from the Chiefs defense and Vinny Pasquantino, our NFL insider, even though he's heading to Italy, he said, oh, after what happened yesterday, I have to come on guys. So we're going to talk some Chiefs football and some Bills slash Jets next. You're listening to Cody and Gold brought to you by Casey Bobcat. Rent or own from Casey Bobcat in Blue Springs, Olathe or Tracy. Former Chiefs linebacker Derek Johnson joins Pesco in the morning, Mondays at 730 on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odyssey podcast. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Now, joining Cody and Gold. Hey, it's a beautiful Tuesday morning, let me tell you that. It's your 2022 VinFL Insider. Are his hands going to get any bigger? Royals first baseman, Vinny Pasquantino. As a uh, potential future Chiefs fan, we hate the Broncos. Uh, real quick, some breaking news in the NFL as our VNFL insider. I'm sure he already knew the scoop. I, I don't know why I'm spoiling it. I'm sure Vinny Pasquantino already had this scoop. But Frank Wright out as the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. Multiple reports now, starting with Adam Schefter. And I'm sure uh, Vinny Pasquantino was going to hop on and, and report that news as well. What's going on, man? We thought you were headed to Italy. and You decided still no. Too great of an NFL yeah, no, weekend. I'm headed, I'm headed out this afternoon, but... You know, once uh, once some things happened yesterday and with the big news coming out of Indianapolis this morning, I just felt like it was necessary for me before I start my own bye week to, to you know, hop back on. It feels like with Frank Reich, that's two NFL firings before, what, by, by November 7th? Yeah. It feels like this is a – I was feeling like this was an Ursay decision because I don't feel like Chris Ballard, who's had to choose four different coach or quarterbacks now, five different quarterbacks now, is also going to get to choose two different coaches. Yeah, uh, that's just the way things are going nowadays. If you don't win, basically immediately, right? I mean, Frank Reich's been there a while, but if you don't win, if you don't show signs of potentially winning, you're done. That's just uh, that's how it goes, especially when it comes to football and the, the quarterback position. If you're in a revolving door of quarterbacks, it's a, it's a tough league to win in. Well, your team yesterday did the Chiefs a massive favor in what felt like in the early part because of the injury that maybe was going to be a revolving door Let's start there before we talk about anything else that happened in the NFL. The Jets beat the Bills. How did it happen, Vinny? What did you see that was the difference? Bang, bang, bang. They did, and I will have to be the first one to admit I need to go back on some words I said last week. I was a little nervous about how how the season was going to play out. Well, I'm back. Um, (laughs) I'm back in the positive mindset, and the Jets' defense is just really, really good, and they were able to stifle one of the best offenses in the league. And – that's just great news. That's how they won the game yesterday was with their defense, and they, they were able to run the ball pretty much 97 yards for a touchdown on the last drive of the game. And it's just uh, – or maybe they – oh, no, they kicked the field goal that drive. That's my bad. That's bad reporting on me. But <laughs> it, was, it was huge. It was just a fun game to watch. I was massively nervous and, you know, came out on top. And then I was able to just enjoy the Chiefs game last night. 
are the Bills a lock to win the AFC East still? That's that's all of a sudden looking like one of the tougher divisions in football. Well, I believe the Vikings go to Buffalo this week. And if the Vikings win, the Jets are on a bye. I believe the Jets would be the number one seed in the AFC East. So, no, I don't think that they're a lock because Miami's also breathing down everybody's everybody's neck right now. But I would say that they're the favorite, that's for sure. I mean, Vegas probably says that they're the favorite, but I'm also going to say that they're the favorite. But it's not a lock. That is, uh, that is something I can guarantee is that it is not a lock. Have things calmed down uh, for, for Zach Wilson then? I know there was a lot of heat he was under for his performance. I know he didn't exactly light up the scoreboard offensively, but still, uh, was that a nice performance to calm things down at least for him? It definitely calmed things down for sure. There was improvements made that people wanted to see, and when you see improvements like that, it's hard to knock a guy. So nobody's asking him to light up the world right now. At some point, I'm sure that will be asked of him, but as of now at least, people are really just asking to not throw interceptions and to, to not lose the ball every other possession. And yesterday he played a clean game other than uh, one fumble loss. But, hey, a win is a win. Speaking to our NFL insider, Vinny Pasquantino here on Cody and Gold. Hey, can we stop with every caveat? Are we allowed to just say Geno Smith is good without saying he's playing well or having a nice season? He's just a good quarterback now, right? I don't think we have a choice. He's just He's just objectively good, um, at least through nine weeks or however many weeks we're in now. But yeah, he's good quarterback. It's hard to it's hard to knock it. So yeah, he's still not writing back. I guess is what he said. <laughs> so he's just good player. Seahawks. I mean, they're a good team. Hard to knock them. When you're looking at, I guess, the NFC versus the AFC, I feel like we've gone back and forth all year about which conference is better. So I'm curious your opinion. I think the AFC is better. The NFC is just closer. Where do you land? Yeah, I think um, I, I think the AFC, and I mean no disrespect to Minnesota or Philadelphia, but if Buffalo or Kansas City was matched up with either one of those teams, and we get to see that matchup this weekend between Buffalo and Minnesota, I'm going to probably take the AFC teams. I would think that both AFC teams would be favored over the NFC teams. Not to say that the NFC teams aren't aren't really good, because they are. But, yeah, I think I'm going to take the AFC as the better overall conference right now. NFC is close, but not as good, in my opinion. The MVP market has kind of tightened up a little bit. I think everybody thought Josh Allen was the clear front runner, But after this weekend's performance, it's pretty much a, a virtual tie in a lot of the, the, the Vegas books and everything, including uh, one has Patrick Mahomes now as the favorite to win MVP. Who would be your MVP pick right now? It's tough not to go with 15. He's just unbelievable. Um, so I think right now I am going to go with Patrick Mahomes. It's tough to it's tough to go with anybody else. We know you work out with Tennessee Titans fans. We know you grew up a Jets fan and have other fandom in your family. How do other people uh, talk about Patrick Mahomes and the things he does late in games? Because I imagine from an outsider's perspective, it would be very frustrating. Well, especially in the AFC, because you already had a guy for about 20 years who just beat everybody and you never felt like a lead was safe. And then all of a sudden that guy gets out of the conference and there's a new guy who you just never feel safe against. So I think it's a level of annoyance um, for most people. And I get to kind of see both sides, uh, which is which is really fun. I get to see the, the Kansas City side and the non-Kansas City side. And it's really cool to see our fans like that, like the Kansas City fans, 
because it's something that I hope for the sport I play one day, we have that, you know, same level um, of annoyance from other places. But yeah, I think it's just one of those things where you know that you have to play your best game when you go into Kansas City, and it's, uh, you know, it's a really special thing to see. I know you, you had mentioned, I think, right, that you haven't been to Arrowhead yet, but w- what you just said there about seeing how the fan base reacts to the Chiefs and what they're doing, is that something that, that you and maybe some of the other guys, though, in, in the Royals clubhouse have talked about? Like, hey, look, these, the, this fan, this atmosphere is incredible. If we can, if we can get this thing rolling here o- over at Kauffman, look what, look what these fans can do for us. Yeah, the the running joke that at least I had was that when we do the national anthem at the end, it's home of the – and then everybody says Chiefs. Um, <laughs> we were wondering what do we have – how good do we have to be for at a Chiefs game for everybody to say Royals? Uh, so that's kind of the goal. Um, even though there's only eight home games, nine home games, that, uh, you know, we hear a Royals chant in there every, every now and then. Vinny, before you have to, I assume, finish packing or do whatever before you head to Italy and we're without you for a couple of weeks, we've already decided to be degenerates today and bet on some college basketball. How do you feel about Old Dominion today? <laughs> Turns out they're, what, an 11-and-a-half-point favorite? Something like that. Against a school that, uh, I don't know, a directional school that neither of us are going to Maryland remember? Maryland Eastern Shore, I think it is, yeah. Uh, oh, uh, well, <laughs> if Old Dominion still plays the same as they did, and I love Old Dominion, I love the Monarchs, but... When I was there, they were not able to make free throws or three-pointers. So I would have to think that there won't be too many points scored in that game. If they still play the same basketball, I have to admit, I, I don't keep up with the Monarchs basketball team as much as, as much as I once did. But if I had to guess, there won't be but too many points scored. But hopefully they can, uh, you know, win that game handily. Okay. I'm betting the under right now. Cody's going to, yeah, we'll, we'll, it doesn't we'll, matter. We'll, I, that's enough information <laughs> for me to bet on this today. We'll take, we'll take a look at the under there. Now you, you haven't told us, so you're, we know you're going to Italy and again, we appreciate you calling in today with the breaking news, obviously with Frank Wright being fired there with the Annapolis Colts. But uh, do we know who's calling in still to be our NFL insider while you're gone? Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. One, he's, you know, hailing from Palos Park, Illinois. He was a member of the 2022 Kansas City Royals. He played second base. Michael Massey will be coming on to join the show over the next two weeks. All right. So you'll, be able to hear, you'll be able to hear a ton, a ton from him. The wise words of Michael Massey. It'll be super exciting. He's really nervous. He's pumped up. I mean, everybody just get excited for it. Also, I mean, I got to be not a terrible week, even though they lost to talk about the Bears. That's maybe the best Justin Fields has looked. That Well, you you're going to have to remind him that Mitch Trubisky is not his quarterback anymore. Um, and then once you get through that, then he'll remember that Justin Fields is looking fantastic at the quarterback position right now. And he'll be super, super pumped up. Awesome. Hey, thanks for setting that up. Enjoy Italy. And we'll check in in a couple weeks. Yep. Thank you guys. See you in a few weeks. There you go. Vinny Pasquantino, our NFL insider calling us uh, right before he heads out to Italy. And then you just heard him from that, from him there, Michael Massey, going to be uh, replacing Vinny for a couple weeks there to talk some NFL and obviously a huge Chicago guy, huge Bears fan. We knew it was either Massey or Nicky Lopez because he referenced Chicago when he mm-hmm. wouldn't tell us who it was that was replacing them. So we'll have Michael Massey tomorrow? Yep. Man, there's so many. How about, we'll, we'll get back to the Frank Reich news because I think that's really interesting from just the AFC picture. Again, Frank Reich fired. Chris Ballard obviously on a hot seat is exploding right now for him. Uh, considering I would assume that came from Jim Irsay. That wasn't Chris Ballard probably didn't. didn't I don't think, think he just thinks he can go through an yeah. endless amount of quarterbacks and head coaches and retain his position inside yeah. the organization. No, just a week ago, Jim Irsay said, oh, yeah, he's, he's safe. 
I'm not going to do anything. He's safe. And then a week later, they now they fired their OC. And then the next week they fired. Their it's really coach. easy to play revisionist history here with what the, the Colts have done at quarterback and go back to Andrew Luck and his surprise retiring in the preseason yeah. and then going from journeyman to, I mean, Philip Rivers to Carson Wentz and now Matt Ryan. It's easy to look back on it and say, well, you should have done that. You should have just hit the reset button right away. But can you still go back and blame the Colts for the way that they played this out? Because they had a roster aside from quarterback that was ready to compete. So they felt like they could just kind of get by. Yes, Not, because they tried the yeah. same thing three That's, times in a row and they all failed. Stop trying the same uh, thing. Do anything But different. at what point do I, you give up? Do you give up after Phillip Rivers? Yes, I yes think, two. I, I think you, you give them the benefit of the doubt on the Phillip Rivers route. And you say, okay, that makes sense. I, I understand it. But then they go give up the draft capital they did for Carson Wentz. Once it's that actually, fails, you got to be done. And it's actually somewhat remarkable. Chris Ballard got some picks back for Wentz when they traded him to the commanders. And then they, they tripled down, to Cody's point, they tripled down and went to Matt Ryan, another old aging quarterback and now they're in a terrible spot the old line they invested all kinds of money in has been a disaster suddenly that was the one area you felt great about so we, we'll talk more about this throughout the show today but again the Colts have fired head coach Frank Wright after four plus seasons with the Indianapolis Colts I do want to get right back to the Chiefs though of course uh, with their win last night over the Tennessee Titans we talked a ton about Mahomes number 15 making the impossible seemingly happen at times and he did it yet again last night with his feet more than anything else um, but the Chiefs defense man we're not even having this conversation, though, about the magic of Mahomes. If they Mahomes. don't just keep giving the ball back. If that defense did not step up the way they did. And I, I understand it's Malik Willis. I, I get it. It's a backup quarterback. It's a rookie quarterback making his, what, second start. And clearly the moment and everything is too big right now for Malik Willis. We'll see if he ever develops into anything in this league. But it's not just that they slowed him down. Like, oh, it's a backup. You're supposed to slow him down. They were dominant in the second half. 16 yards of offense given up in the second half and the one possession in overtime, eight drives, 28 plays, 16 yards, six punts, three points, dominant performance from the chiefs defense. They get a ton of credit for the chiefs being able to win that game. They kept them around. That was an eight point margin for a long time there while the offense was sputtering. Couldn't get anything going. It was, I mean, they had to have it. On it, this year, the Chiefs' defense in three separate games, and I've, I've got some issues with the defense still. I'm not going to pretend like I think they're just fixed. But in three games this year, when they needed it in the game, when they were, like, desperate to get the ball back multiple times because the offense was sputtering or they just needed it back, let's say the Raiders game, right, when they're down 17 nothing, and the defense had to keep giving the Chiefs the ball back so they could get the score. And then in this game, when they just kept giving them the ball back to give them a chance, or in the 49ers when they got the ball again, like there are multiple times when they really did need the defense to step up. And in those moments, that's when the defense has been their best. Yeah. To do it against Malik Willis and was what was one of the most uh, lopsided statistical things. But also that was a one dimensional team, like in a, in a dramatic way, right? Both teams actually were in that game, but they were one dimensional in the worst kind of way. They knew their quarterback couldn't throw. And the Chiefs did what you're supposed to do against a team who can't throw the football. Destroy them. That was their most dominant performance under Spags. That half, they only let up 16 yards and three quarters of football. Are you guys surprised that even knowing what they were going to try and do, that Derrick Henry couldn't do anything against this Chiefs defense? Now, that's where Nick Bolton, to me, deserves, and Colin Saunders. But Nick, Nick Bolton, if we're like singling out players, of course it was a, a unit, but... Nick Bolton on a couple of those Derrick Henry runs. We talk about Derrick Henry running people over. Nick Bolton 
absolutely laid the wood on Derrick Henry two separate times on huge plays and then one on the the, the pass in the flat, I guess it would have been too. Well, that one in particular was big because Kelsey had just given the ball to the other team. That was the only time the Colts were on the plus side of the field seemingly in the entire second half. So they've been bad on offense. All of a sudden they get a gift. They're sitting on the Chiefs 45-yard line. 15 yards, and we're given a field goal. Two we're up game. two scores, and the whole game feels different. And Nick Bolton on third and nine ruined that screen. Like, ruined that yes. little flat pass out there. because they. And again, they weren't going to go downfield, so he got to cheat it a little bit, but he played great. A week or so ago, we were talking about Nick Bolton. I said, you know, he's on his way to becoming one of those elite linebackers. He's he not, I'm not saying he was that. I said he's on his way, and I thought that was a pretty, like, standard comment. And I had a few people say, are you out of your mind? How is he that? He, every week continues to to confirm that he is at his position becoming one of those elite linebackers. He was fantastic last night. And I agree. A couple people in the text line mentioning, really, you narrow it down. Derrick Henry had the two big runs. After that, they, for what, Willis 30, 35, 40 yards is really all he got against you after you, if you take away the two big runs. His there, stat line looks for, big because it's 20 carries for 120 sure. yards and two touchdowns. And, look, and, he's, and he's great. We all knew that coming in. He's King Henry for a reason. But the Chiefs really did do a great job in that second half when it was, to Nick's point, so predictable of what they wanted to do. But you still have to go out. It's easier said than done. Like, oh, we know they're going to hand it to Derrick Henry. They're not going to pass. Easier said than done to say go out and stop it. But that's exactly what they were able to do. I, th- I thought there was a huge switch there at, at halftime. And the defense, sometimes I think it was Willie Gay maybe uh, driving home. I was listening to the, to postgame on 610. And I believe maybe it was Dane or Kling. I can't remember who interviewed him. And he's like, Willie Gay admitted that, like, they like as a defense knowing that they have to be, like, they. he even said, you know, a lot of people talk about the offense carrying us a little bit. The defense took some pride in the fact that we can go out and do that. Time. Yeah, and I think that's that's a bit, that's big for them and also confidence for the, for a very young defense. <laughs> Let's not forget that. Still an extremely young defense to be able to do what they're doing. By but, the way, Willie Gay's speed mattered a couple times on Malik Willis. There was a couple times he was running outside. It ended up being like a three- or four-yard gain, but it would have been worse if your right. linebacker was slow. Yeah, like his speed at the very least continues to be his benefit. Because like I thought we maybe come in here and be like, "Hey, how'd all the corners look? They just got rid of Fenton. They threw it sixteen times. I guess either they were dominant or they just couldn't throw, so they didn't have to do any work. Because the defensive backs didn't have to do a lot of work. This game was on the linebackers and the defensive linemen. The defensive linemen, quiet for a stretch, dominant in the fourth quarter. That's when they really shined. They helped put that game away. Not just the final sacks at the end. Colin Saunders has quietly been a very nice Turk Wharton replacement. Like they, they've found a way to make him work. The defensive line work Dunlap got consistent pressure. Chris Jones got consistent pressure. Maybe the only guy in the defensive line. You didn't like, you didn't hear much from Clark and Karloftis, but they as a defensive line, especially they did there to me, this team in tackles. I know this, (laughs) this to me highlighted the linebacker play. Like if there's one area of the defense, you are confident is well above league average better than most NFL teams, it's at linebacker. Because when Bolton and Willie Gay are on the field together, which they desperately needed offensively in this game because all the Titans were going to do was run, the Chiefs could stop it. And just like that, Carlos Dunlap's up to three and a half sacks for the Kansas City Chiefs. Going to get to his age just like normal. Nick's Notable Notes. All right, guys, we got a lot of NFL stuff to get to, but real quick, uh, with this game tipping in 10 minutes, Baylor... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to 44 and a half point favorites. Noon basketball on a Monday. I just saw that. Um, I also bet the under I know the we're Dominion all, game. We're so. all, you know, betting our mortgage yeah. on this first game uh, just to kind of get Delta things started. Devils, up. baby. Let's go. Uh, Matt Norlander of CBS Sports reporting that Baylor 
is giving away hundreds of tickets to elementary school kids in the area. Oh, they will shuttle them to Should and be. from the game. The game will be over by 1 o'clock local time, so they'll take them back to school afterwards. So it's school day at the... Whatever the name of Baylor the, basketball the, game is, is that is that actually dangerous? Is that kind of like for a forty-four and a half for point what? spread? And it's it's going to be violent. It's going to be a beatdown. Oh. <laughs> it's kind of like it's kind of like Cody showing his you know daughter a horror movie. It's like it could scar her, and that's mm. a little dangerous for young impressionable children. All right, guys, let's get to it. Last night, I don't know if you heard this, Cody, actually, because you were. In the friendly confines of a suite, Gold, you were sitting with the people, so you may have heard the this. The people? You were sitting was. 15 you guys, rows back in midfield. Did you guys hear? <laughs> was it? Doctors and lawyers. Was it as a, at all similar to the Raiders game with how the fans started to turn on the officiating in the first half? No, I, I don't think it was the same. In fact, I made the comment to start the show. I honestly felt like until we got into the late third, fourth, and there was some nervous energy, and then you, Mahomes makes the play on third and 17. I actually didn't think it was – it was certainly wasn't anywhere near, like, those top arrowhead type of performances. No, there was one moment know. in the first or second quarter that, like, a, a questionable Andrew Wiley holding penalty there was some, got the crowd going for a little bit, but, but it petered it. off after a drive. So 18 total penalties called in that game. But it did feel similar in that it, it followed the same script as the Raiders game, which was – questionable calls against the Chiefs in the first half coming out in the second half and all of a sudden every flag was thrown against the Titans. Can we do reckless speculation? Yes. These refs are betting on the game. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know that I was, I don't know what I was expecting when I said yes, but it's probably what I should have expected. They're trying to what? Keep the lines tight? They didn't need to keep it that tight. <laughs> Tennessee Titans were in like 13 points at kickoff. But it was in the second half. Every single time a flag came out, it was against the Titans. Every And it was on the it was on the opening kickoff of the second half as well. Like they didn't waste any time. Something's going on here, guys. Eh, betting is I ruining sports, huh? I think it's just the normal. Don't you think? Old? I think it's just the normal. Poor, you should talk about it on that betting I think show. it's just the normal crappy officiating that is going to happen throughout. Now you just have money on the game, so it matters? Because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to care. If they start calling too many fouls and people are getting, you know, time off the clock in this game later, my issue because I got uh, the under, my issue so I desperately um, need the win. My issue isn't so much that, like, holding calls and all that. It's it, What drives me and where it becomes more suspicious for a lot of people when people go into conspiracy theory mode is when you have the roughing the passer penalties and the, the we, those are the ones that are a little more suspect for a lot of fans than the, hey, they're just calling a lot of holding penalties in this particular a lot game. Of the Chiefs also got ineligible men downfield. There are a lot, Chiefs were also the benefactor of two holding calls on the two straight two-point yeah. conversions. Let's, so I don't think that it was one-sided Can we just all agree that ineligible men downfield should be legal from now on? <laughs> just let everybody, come on. Just let them run it wherever they want. It does kind of silly. Come on, yeah. what is this, soccer? Just let them run. <laughs> They're all out there getting exercise, trying to get some steps in. Like, just let well, them move downfield. There was one where they actually did notify the official to make man eligible, and then the officials initially screwed it up and then corrected themselves. It does feel like I mean he's a big offensive lineman. Just let him just let him go down there. Who cares? <laughs> Gold, you brought this up with Venny talking about the MVP race now being wide open. And I it did, is a deadlock. It is, and then with it as I was talking to Vinny, that's why I like double spoke, because now Mahomes on FanDuel actually is the favorite. So uh, yeah, narrow favorite at two to one with Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts at two and a half to one. I'm still looking at the numbers that Tua continues to put up in Miami. Right now, he is 20 to 1, which tells me they just don't believe that it's going to be sustainable. Yeah. I don't know how much more of this we need to see from him Here's until why. we buy him because he, I mean, his raw stats, his counting numbers aren't as good because he missed the game. Yep. But in terms yeah. of what he is pacing for, 
he is having as impressive of a season as anybody in the NFL. There's definitely value to where I could see him eventually getting to an eight to one or ten to one range. My problem is we know this this will probably for Josh Allen too and Mahomes, but what's the the bare minimum criteria we always win talk your yes, division? Win your division. And so, unless you tell, you think truly, you, like to, in order. I mean, they're six and one when Tua starts for them, right? So. so, if you really think the Dolphins can win that division, I'm not telling you you're wrong, but like if you think they can win, then yeah, put money on them. But if you don't think, if you think Buffalo's still winning that division, then I, I'm not putting money on Tua. I still think Buffalo wins the division, but it's so far from how I thought that division was going to play out before. Oh, there's, like, yeah, there's value. I don't on think Tua. the Dolphins are just going to fade into no. oblivion. And that, there's value on Tua. I, I I wouldn't argue that at all. I just don't think he's going to necessarily end up winning the division. Okay, let so. me ask you a simple question. No caveats. Do you think the Seattle Seahawks win their division? Yes. Hmm. Hmm. Man, oh man. I do. Because if you do then it's probably time to start taking Geno Smith seriously as well. He is currently listed as 25 to 1. Geno Smith has better odds to win the MVP I than still, Tom Brady. I still think the Rams. Totally what I saw I, coming I, in the year 2022. I, I still think the 49ers are going to really push that thing in the NFC West. Who's Geno Smith going to start for next year? The Seattle, Seahawks. Seattle. They'll He's sign a free him agent, to, right? They'll sign him to a little two- or three-year extension, and then they may draft a quarterback and groom him under Geno. How is Geno Smith 32 years old? Can somebody explain math and well, age to me? Well, Andy Reid's been he here was... for a decade, and he almost got drafted here, I guess, and then never again. Yeah, there was a certain year that he was born in, Nick, and then we're in 2022, and then that's how they get to 32. I don't know. There's more to it than that. There it's is. the same way you got to 32, <laughs> as a matter of fact. Uh, I haven't gotten to 32. I am one soon. of the youngest people that you know. <laughs> I'll never be 32. <laughs> You'll never be 32? You'll be 32? At this rate, people would, have thought I've been 32 for a while now, and I'm still not. What's that tell you? I don't know. <laughs> That's Nick's notable notes. Up next, though, was it just an off night, or is there more to it? And we'll get an update on No Shave November and what Cody's going to look like here very, very soon. This is Cody and Gold, brought to you by KC Bobcat. Rent or own from KC Bobcat in Blue Springs, Olathe, or Tracy. Don't miss Patrick Mahomes and CDOT on The Drive every Monday at 2.15. This season on your official broadcast partner, the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.